welcome Jordan Scott, who's the University of Winnipeg's writer-in-residence uh, at the current time, and also uh, someone I know from having done my uh, studies in the University of Calgary. So it's really nice to see you again, Jordan. And uh, the class that I'm kind of teaching right now is uh, teaching, I'm teaching some poems from one of your older books now, uh, Blurt. Uh, it was a new book when kind of you and I met, uh, but mm -hmm. now, you know, you've done a lot of things since then. So maybe we can get into some of that uh, more recent work, uh, but I'd like to maybe just start with you perhaps reading from Blurt, like those couple of poems that uh, my one class is studying right now. Uh, and then maybe we can talk a little bit about the process of those poems. And if anyone wants to jump in with a question, please feel free. Um, but otherwise, I've got, you know, some prepared questions that students have given me or that, um, you know, just things I've been meaning to talk to you about and haven't got around to yet. But it can, thanks for coming. Uh, and nice to have you. Nice to see you again. And you too. I, I really appreciate this. It's nice to see you too. I, I, I don't remember the last time we've um, seen each other. I was trying to remember that this morning, but uh, it's been a while. Um, so... Thanks for having me. I'll start with, as you, um, as you re requested there, I'll start with a reading from uh, uh, two uh, cheeseburgers, uh, French fries, and a Coke. And, um, and then, then I'll read maybe a, a or four uh, chomp sets uh, from the book Blurt. <clears throat> This is two cheeseburgers, uh, French fries, and a Coke. Twa, twaddle, tweedledee, twas, twayblade, tweedledum, twat, tweezers, twinkle toed, twig, 12 gauged, twin engine, twix, twizzles, zizz, zag, zohar, zone, Zola, zoo, zonked, zoot suit. Two. Ooh, 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 oolong, oof, ooh. Oodles, oom, oort, oozy, oopsie daisy, yeen, eerie, eelworm, eek, ajit. Eel crass, eel, eel pout, enzy, chi, 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 cheek bone, cheek cheerful, cheeky, ye, yearly, ye, yeasty, cheese. Sea cow, sea lily, see me. Seamstress, see lion, see lettuce, see potato, see moth, see holly, see gooseberry, see dog, see nettle, see elephant, see bee, beer, beetle, the bee's knees, beef. F F F B I F F F 
um, F FBA, FB, per, B for, per, uh, Burberry, Burb, Burgers, SSB, SSC, SSE, SS. P S S R S S T S S W W W F furry fernicle fur seal lee lear leak leech charbroil cha cha puff French bean French Congo French bread French cricket French curve French dressing, French hiccup, hibachi, hickey, hide and seek, high pie, fry, friendly fire, freedom fire, prize, SS. SSAFA, A, A, Arg, Ardwolf, and, and Landers, and a banana, and D, I'm D, D, A, A, five, three, five, A, 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 Alberg, Ardvark, Kakabeek, Kakapants, Kaka, AK, Akbar, Akimbo, Ko, Ko, Coco Cabana, Coxpur, Cockeyed Bob, Coconut Palm, Cockup, Cocksucker, Cock and Bull, Cock Block, Cockatoo, Cock of the Walk, Cockpit, cochlea, cock, a leaky, cockeyed, cocoa, o, oak tag, oak, oakum, opec, kkk, kokani, cocoa, a Kit Kat. Coke. All right. So that's two cheeseburgers. That's my and favorite book uh, from that book. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Um, Before you read see. the other one, could you talk just a little yeah. bit about, sure, a little bit more about what that book is and a little bit about your process of writing it? Yeah. So, um, in my first book of poetry, uh, uh, Silt, which was, I think, like 2005 or something, I had uh, written a brief poem in there uh, about stuttering. And it was mostly like an, like an I guess, ecological... Uh, kind of sol uh, solidarity between stuttering and ecology. It was 
so, something I was interested at the in at the time, and uh, one of my professors suggested that perhaps I write a whole a whole book on the uh, poetics of stuttering. So that really got me kind of thinking about what I, what a, a a book like that would look like and sound like. So essentially. Uh, blurt is my attempt to kind of kind of create a stutter in the language uh, system itself. So essentially, not being satisfied with uh, uh, the usual ways that the stutter is represented in poetry and and uh, literature which there's kind of two common uh, representations. Either it's like the uh, uh, porky, you know, uh, porky, uh, the pig kind of graphic representation of the stutter, which is kind of um, a, uh, a syllabic uh, repeti uh, uh, repetition. So like, you know, uh, that T hyphen, T hyphen, T hyphen, that's all folks, right? Um, and the other, uh, the other way is sort of a, a kind of meta, uh, metaphoric uh, uh, treat, a discussion of the stutter in poetry and literature, where the stutter is just kind of uh, used to describe something like the, uh, uh, the leaves on the trees stuttered, something like this. So I just wondered uh, what it would kind of be to have uh, my own uh, symptoms as the um, as as the I guess agents of composition. So what I did is um, I spent a lot of time kind of uh, studying my own stutter, how it works. Um, all stutters are uh, different, so. I, I spent some time figuring out uh, which words are the hardest for me to say, which 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 uh, um, sounds are uh, are difficult, and I um, I read the dictionary and I made a a a a, a, a list of all those words that are hard for me to say, and then I I used that as um, a you know, a constraint uh, to write this book where essentially I was composing it to be as difficult as possible for me to say. And at the same time, I was sort of exploring, I guess, other parts of uh, stuttering um, that I found have perhaps some generative connections to your poetry itself. So one of those that I was exploring in that two, two uh, cheeseburger poems was just essentially like a circumlocution where stutters often have, well, speaking for me anyway, I kind of stack up a lot of vocabulary just in case I get stuck on a word. I can kind of I'd be able to um, adapt really quickly to find a different 
uh, way of s s saying the same the same thing um, uh, to kind of I guess ease my stutter a little bit. So I began exploring those types of symptoms as well that I, that I found would be really interesting um, in, a, in a poetic sense. So that's what that two cheeseburger poem is. Kind of came from the you know the a dread I used to feel um, when I was teenager driving with my you know you, you know uh, friends in the in the suburbs and then kind of pulling up to uh, McDonald's and having to order and uh, and just being like really just so freaked out of having to speak into that in, you know into that into that speaker. Uh, you know, and stutter my way uh, through it. So that's just essentially that poem is just kind of an exhaustive process of uh, circumlocution to get to those uh, 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 to get to those words. Yeah, what I love about that poem is, in addition to just being really interesting sonically, um, and it's kind of a fun joke on one level too. Um, yes. It does sort of paint that. You know, it really does suggest that narrative scene of like a person trying to order and, you know, faced with the kind of uh, difficulty of that. And yet, you know, if you look at it a different way, uh, here's the difficulty of that just being transformed into this more permeable, permanent thing than, than you know, the burger you're going to eat. Now it's a poem and it has this life and this resonance. What I find so interesting about this book is, um, you know, I kind of imagine you you know, going through your life in this, and so much of it, I imagine the the stutter is pathologized, and you're learning tricks to kind of get around it, and so on. And then all of a sudden, fast forward, now you're in, uh, you know, a, a, a creative writing program of sorts, and you're trying to learn to be a poet. And of course, the thing you have to learn is defamiliarization. <laughs> How do you like make mm -hmm. the language more strange? Yeah, when you know mm -hmm. so much of uh, probably. Uh, your time has been spent before this trying to get away from the strangeness uh, that kind of comes up in language. And so what I find so interesting about Blurt mm -hmm. is that it really sort of, in some way, reframes the stutter as a, you know, you're, you're almost like, that's almost the dream of the, you know, ancient Greeks, you know, to, to the muse will deliver to them this, the strange language. Uh, the strange way of speaking mm -hmm. that will be unusual and interesting and unique. And it will kind of almost, the poem will come from elsewhere uh, and there'll be kind of an mm -hmm. uncontrollability to it. And you're just a conduit, you know, in such a weird and weird way, you know, the book almost strangely realizes that in this kind of strangely secular medicalized manner, the dream of like the supernatural muse speaking through the poet and delivering uh, this mm. sound, this lyric, you'll, like the sound poem that uh, has all these qualities that are sublime in that manner. So to me, it's really interesting mm. reversal of kind of uh, not only what how people normally talk about the stutter, as you say, uh, or represent it, um, but also just the kind of it's almost the inverse of a lot of the assumptions uh, that people make about poetry and what it means to be a poet mm -hmm. yeah and, and that's that's really wonderful um i've never really uh really thought about it in in those ways um i i think that 
you know, I, I, what you said about the making language uh, strange is is really you know fascinating because it was. Um, I mean, so, sometimes in a sense, I like described it. I guess writing this book as like an exorcism, it's like an exorcism in a way, right? Where um, I mean, this you know, I mean, stuttering is as an obvious like there's there's an avoidance of language, but simultaneously there's also there's there's a kind of obsession with it too, and I think that's that's something that um, I definitely was exploring in this book, right? Those 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 that 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 part of my existence where uh, the obs the obsessive obsessive aspects of being uh, really drawn to words and their sounds, even though uh, they're kind of a physicality and um uh and the way that they and and the way that i speak them are socially and physically kind of you know painful uh in 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 i guess poetry acts as a kind of kind of you know like a that balm in a sense because uh i guess i realized that that aestheticizing uh, the stutter, which has its own, uh, which has its own issues that I'm still dealing with, but I, I think at the time, realizing that I could aestheticize it and kind of you know find a home in that strangest in that strangeness that you talk about, um, in the in the uh, materiality of uh, language and sound, uh, was really comforting uh, for me for a long time. Um, that that there was something in in in, in, in that uh, the way that I speak had this kind of uh, potentiality that was beyond um, that that was beyond sort of uh, my own symptoms. Do you mind reading Chompset uh, now or Exorcist Chompset? Uh, and uh, before we kind of get a little further into this, yeah, sure. or maybe talk about some of your newer stuff. Sure, sounds good. So this is from Chompset. I guess what I'll do is I'll read. Um, uh, well, maybe I'll read just kind of, you know, uh, four of them. So Chompset's uh, blubber tongue. If you, if you uh, must have an idea, have a short term idea, a, a cocoa puff, a two step a, a two-step uh, bluff, a, a fleeting rhyme, uh, uh, Broca's camel clutch, uh, grappled thalamus flux, box tonsils, fresh uh, uh, black box, tongue scatter, suckle polygon, syllable collar pop, mullet, split end, leg lock, glottal, uh, I, I get lip off, uh, fresh uh, nugs, uh, mouse milking, uh, NASCAR, uh, 
wrist, flex, snorkeled, mosh, dental, curl, jello shot, ease, pantene. Uh, uh, Coca-Cola tonic, uh, krill, gill, baleen, dream, wrench, Kleenex, smack, Baltic, Pyrex, megahertz, hump pack, kick pack, flex, nukes, flub, blubber, sexy, yet plankton, uh, number. Foreman Rill Grill Lisp Dental Whopper at Worcestershire Scaffold Larynx Magma Seed Tarp Gruff Volcanic Ply Canine Cusp Munch Crunch Rump At Gale, Gale's Lurk, Berserk, Cortex, Honey, Botox, Globs, Globs, Boom of Clavicles, Corn, Silk, Lips, Blitz, As Molotov, Blisters, Tupperware, Slur, Celeb, Tex-Mex, Thunder, Thigh, Aerobic, uh, gulag, squeeze, bottle, uh, Gucci, groin. Uh, bent, tendon, each papyrus, fold, cackles, buzz, beat, box, kizzle cum, yeah, kizzle cum, uh, shizzle, uh, cadence, cavum. Uh, uh, kinetic all right thanks oh that's so great um you, you you know you tell that story of um with you know going with your buddies to the drive-through and so on and just and not like wanting that attention on the stutter and, and that those sorts of moments and i'm curious to know like if it's been a very weird journey for you to uh, where you know not only do you have, did this book get a lot of attention when it came out, you know, and, but also even in your more recent work, like in the picture book you did uh, about stuttering, uh, you know, I, I watched Ed Sheeran read that book the other day, like what a strange, you know, journey that's kind of been from maybe sort of almost trying to hide the stutter to, you know, here's Ed Sheeran telling everyone about your stutter, you know, uh, <laughs> right. in a manner of speaking, like how, how has that been, you know, what's, uh, what's it been like, I guess? It's an odd question, but no, it's not a no. It's a good it's a big question. question. I but... think it's yeah. It's I think that in the beginning, as I said, it was um, I think what I like I just like I was saying before. I think poetry allows a I guess. I guess the, the poetry allows for me a solid, a kind of so, so, a, a solid, uh, solid, I guess, uh, solidarity beyond um, how I feel about my own symptoms uh, socially. 
So it allows me to exist in a space where um, I, I kind of feel like I'm producing something that is um, a, a useful um, intervention, at least I hope, into not only stuttering, but also uh, uh, poetry and poetics. So in a strange sense, it, uh, it, in a strange sense, Blurt actually allowed me to, um, I guess, avoid uh, talking about um, uh, the more kind of personal aspects of stuttering uh, and how it feels to stutter because oftentimes it was just, I was in the room with, you know, the poets reading to poets who have a, who I think would listen to the work in a way that, um, you know, uh, that we could talk about, uh, as you were saying, sort of sound poetry, uh, the materiality of language, the poetics of, of uh, you know, of uh, the body. And, and, and that was, the, and those moments for me where there's more aestheticization are, they're comforting uh, for me. Um, and I remember this one time where I was, uh, as I remember that I, that I specifically asked, um, so I, I, usually I would say, I no to all of the reading, like, sorry, I, 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 usually I would say uh, yes to anybody that asked me to read anywhere. And a while ago, uh, quite some time ago, I, I put a little caveat on that. So I, I would no longer uh, read in like, uh, like uh, restaurants or cafes where there were kind of other things happening along with the poetry reading. And that was because um, uh, for me, there was this, this kind of strange collision between um, how, you know, the comfortable I, I, I felt as that reading as a poet who happens to stutter as opposed to being seen as a stuttering uh, poet. So that long answer brings me to uh, the kids book, which is very, very confrontational in a lot of ways. Like for uh, the first time in my life, I am uh, talking to other people who stutter. I have you know, friendships with uh, people who stutter. I speak to uh, kind of uh, support other groups for uh, people and children who stutter. So my role, like, you know, pushing, I guess, 50 uh, has changed uh, quite sus uh, substantially. Um, and I think I'm, I'm definitely more uh, ready for that, but, but, but it still is um, something that, you know, I struggle with on the level of comfort, right? Um, you know, I'd still 
much rather read to a group of poets and artists than talk to other stutterers. <laughs> Although I've had some incredible experiences doing so, it's just a different set of concerns and a, and a different, um, it's a different uh, labor that's 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 involved in uh, both of them. So it's been a very kind of strange and intense ride, but I'm uh, but I'm I'm kind of glad that I started it in the way that I have. Right? I think if I like, I'm I'm glad that the that the kind of poetry be uh, came before the other uh, genres. And now, and you mentioned that a lot of your um, other work uh, will be concerned in some way with ecology. Uh, and I'm curious to know if you see any connection kind of between the uh, a book like Blurt and, you know, maybe a book like Decomp, uh, or do you see them as pretty distinct threads of your interests? You know, it's difficult because I think that uh, you know, I mean, uh, I think that there's there's there is always the concerns in my work. If I kind of uh, look at the at what I've done so far, even if I'm not specifically talking about stuttering, I'm definitely talking about um, a, a lot of the issues that uh, that that you know come. Um, out of stuttering. So I'm still, I've always been interested in talking about ecology in that way. The, you know, organic, organic matter, um, you know, uh, um, I've always been interested in the body, in disfluency in general, right? So I think I guess all of my work is always go, going to have those moments within it. So I think that, um, you know, even if it isn't explicitly about um, stuttering, it definitely, it, it definitely kind of, you know, uh, the, you know, the sort of, you know, I guess processes of stuttering and their connection uh, to other aspects of the world are, are still really uh, prominent. Can you talk a bit about um, the process of writing Decomp? Because that's another book that I find really fascinating in terms of uh, how you constructed it. And I'm curious if you could talk, mm. again, especially for people who you know maybe listen to this later and are more in a creative writing class or something, um, kind of what you found. Uh, so if you could talk a little bit about the process of writing Decomp, but also for both Billert and, you know, Decomp and some of your other work, just kind of more generally what your process is uh, that, you know, in terms of how you approach uh, writing creatively. Mm -hmm. So with uh, Decomp, um, so uh, my, uh, a friend of mine and also a, uh, a, a poet, uh, Stephen Collis and I, we took uh, copies of Darwin's um, Origin on the Species. And one summer we drove around our home, our home province of British uh, Columbia 
And British Columbia is unique in the sense it has um, it has very distinct um, it, like uh, biospheres that kind of produce their own uh, microclimates. So there's the West, you know, uh, there's the West uh, the coast of Vancouver Island. There's, you know, uh, the kind of desert uh, like uh, conditions in the interior. Uh, there's, you know, the conditions in the North, et cetera, et cetera. So we kind of researched those, those, uh, those distinctive uh, biospheres and ecosystems. And then in, we drove to each one of them and um, it, it, we tried to kind of, you know, to find a poet who lived there and they kind of, you know, uh, guided us into the bush and, uh, and then we all just dropped off a couple copies out of Darwin's book there. Uh, we left it open on uh, random pages and then we left. Um, and then we went driving again uh, the year after. So we let uh, the books stay outside for a year and then uh, we returned to those places and we uh, picked them up. Um, and then uh, fr uh, from there, it became a process of collaboration between, uh, I guess, what that particular ecosystem had to, had to say about the book. Um, how did it, how did it kind of, uh, you know, like what, uh, what it actually uh, did to the, to the uh, pages and the text. So collaboration between that and then Steve and I. Um, so it was a really, you know, fascinating, I guess, process of documentation and writing. And then have you, uh, when you have a more kind of normal process, um, like what, what do you find yes. uh, is the best way, the most productive way for you to approach that? Yeah, so for me, I think as a, I, I mean, I honestly have the same process every time for all my books. I uh, collect as much material as possible. So uh, for me, that's, 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 you know, um, determining uh, what are the kinds of, you know, uh, uh, themes or ideas that I uh, would like to explore within a book. And then uh, I, I read about those ideas as much as I possibly can. And I, I collect as many sentences, words, phrases as I can. Uh, and then I put them all into a, a kind of massive word document. Uh, and then I start and then I start to write. Um, and that's basically how I've, I've written every book uh, so far. I love the idea of collecting uh, as much material as possible. You know, I've heard different people, because whatever your process, whether you're literally like with a notepad, writing down the words that are hard for you to say, or going through the mm -hmm. dictionary and collecting them in that list-like manner, or, uh, you know, dumping books in the woods and pick them up a year later, or even whether you're just doing research, you know, and taking notes on your reading, uh, 
or as you say, like, you know, he, phrases that you hear or come up with that you just are noting down, like I'll do yeah. something similar where I'll just do a lot of tests. Like I'll just test different narrative voices or, or something or styles. Like I, I'm a bit of a magpie in that manner. And I, as it sounds like you are as well, which is where you kind of want to collect things like a crow you know, what are the shiny things that are drawing your eye and then start to sort of synthesize them. What I find interesting about that approach is um, it's a much more materialistic approach in a certain way. Uh, and yet it lets you get at these kind of more abstract ideas more easily mm -hmm. in, in many respects. Yeah, I, I, I feel the same, the same, the same way. Like, I don't think that I've, I've ever, um, like I, I was talking to my uh, friend and and uh, poet uh, Matt Rader uh, the other day. We were chatting, and I was just I had this real kind of nostalgia and almost that jealousy for the way that he often writes, which is essentially um, uh, without any other materials. He just kind of you know like he he says just goes on a hike and sometimes he'll stop and just write these, these, you know, poems, right? Um, that's not always how he does it, but that's definitely part of his process. And I mean, his, you know, his poems are just fucking beautiful. And I, I don't think I've ever written a poem that way, ever. I've never just sat there with a notepad and written something. I've always been the, I've, my, my process is always, as you described it, as that kind of, you know, like a, like a kind of crow or a magpie, just collecting all of these, all of these, uh, these kinds of trinkets uh, for the nest. But I do think that you're right in the sense it does allow me to still explore these larger abstract ideas um, uh, because there's just uh, I, I mean for uh, uh, for me there's there's such an intimacy that's kind of you know uh, gained within uh, within that material that I define myself taking from it but also responding to it um, so that's what I always find really kind of you know you know uh, uh, fascinating about it as well prior to um going to calgary and uh you know meeting you and all the people there and getting connected with uh, that whole uh, scene my big uh, mm -hmm. influence was dennis cooley and he always talked about mm -hmm. mining the site you know which is very much the same sort of process you like you find a site you know that you are interested in you just keep generating and mining and doing research and things like this. And, um, you know, but I do know people who claim to write in the way you say Matt writes, but honestly, I don't believe them. Like, I think they're just doing that same process invisibly, you know, and just not concretizing it personally. Uh, I yeah. think it's just the same process probably, but it, I mean, I don't know, but my suspicion is really they're doing something like the same process, but just not really taking the notes. Uh, it's just kind of going into their memory banks or, or what have you. Uh, I, I suspect as much as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely suspect as much. I think that there's just, um, yeah, I mean, 
yeah, I, I don't know how you would do it otherwise if you're not accessing some kind of bank of, of concerns and, you know, books you read, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Do you find um, when you do a picture book, what, what's that like? How, how is that different or is it the same process? It's wild. Doing pictures of books are um, uh, very difficult. I think it's the it's the most challenging genre that I've ever experienced, right? Um, the the amount of the 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 amount of like like the mechanics of it, I I, I get really excited by it, but it's also so difficult because I, 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 because for me at least, you know, I'm still considering the sound. I'm still considering the image. I'm still trying to sneak in aspects of the poetry and poetics to kind of worm their ways into child's brains, right? Uh, but then at the same time, uh, uh, you have to consider a narrative, but a very specific type of narrative where um, there should there should be uh, some type of a a lesson, right? So there has to be a conflict and a lesson. And when you combine all of those things, but also you're combining them in these kind of very uh, minimalist structures, simultaneously you're considering the artist and the visual aspect of uh, what should be spoken or not spoken, what should be kind of visually described and not textually described is a super complex genre. I love it, but it is, uh, it's very challenging. I think it's one of those genres that seems easy to people because they look it at it and they think, yeah. oh, poetry is often like this too. They look at it and they think, oh, well, you know, there's not, not that many words. Um, but at least with poetry, people have the assumption that like there's that cultural idea that the poet has some, you know, great wisdom. Whereas I don't know if like you don't have the same like idea of like Lord Byron and the Tower attaching themselves uh, to picture book writers. But it, it does have even more of that, um, you know, it's not quite a constraint, but it kind of is a constraint, really. And you only have so mm -hmm. many pages and you only have so many words that you can really have on a page. Plus, there's the audience comprehension to consider and mm -hmm. you have the twin audiences of the person reading the book often to yes. the person like it's a very uh it's a really interesting form and uh, you know i've tried my hand at it a few times unsuccessfully and i keep you know trying to figure out what's the secret you know sauce there camilla's got a question here or has something to say can you want do you want can you jump in there oh yeah here it is Oh, sorry. Um, uh, she's that, a that's mic, okay. I see in the chat there. Uh, Jordan, for your writings, you shared in uh, collecting materials to get started for uh, the, the body and themes, etc. I'm curious, uh, how do you normally finalize a book or a poem, or um, or how uh, how you would say that it is complete and it is concrete? Yeah. Okay. That's a great question. Um, it's a it's a tough situation. I think for me, to be honest, I don't really have a, like a technical answer to that. Students ask me that a lot in my creative writing 
I, I did classes and um, I mean, for me, it's just, I, I, sorry for the answer, but it's always just been a feeling. Um, and I think that I've always had a, I've always had a s sense of when things are done. Oftentimes it's like a physical sensation. Like I remember uh, writing the ending to the kid's book, like the last line, the last couple lines. And I, and uh, I physically had a, a sense of relief and excitement. And that's usually uh, when I know. Um, but other than that, I don't have a particular formula. Um, it just, it, it just feels uh, complete. Um, the one thing that maybe I would also suggest is I, I tend to have people read my work a lot. Um, uh, like, I, you know, friends. Um, so often those discussions are very helpful in terms of um, where to stop, uh, where to end. I find it's an especially good question for people uh, like I think you and I who are very iterative in, in their process mm -hmm. and who maybe, I don't know, speaking for me at least, you know, I can be very perfectionist about things. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. what I, the best answer I've come up with is I feel, I'm, I feel like I'm done when I'm just moving things around and I'm not really making it better or worse anymore. Yeah, At least sure. if I'm making exactly. it worse, yeah. I know I can go back and try to make it better. But if I'm just moving things around mm -hmm. and it's not really changing, um, at that point, I just don't know what else I could do. And yeah, I agree with that. I agree. Um, going, going, going back to what you said about like the special sauce of uh, children's lit, ch children's literature, because uh, you know I have two more books coming out with the same press over the next couple of years. And I'm kind of working on another one right now. And what's interesting to me, I think what, what I, what I found is uh, the less, uh, I, the less pedantic I am and, and the more that I'm accessing that kind of childhood uh, imagination, right? Uh, that seems to be when when things work right where i'm not writing the writing the book as an adult um i, I you know i mean i obviously am but i'm i think i'm more and more conscious of kind of tapping into that sort of childhood sense of uh of kind of uh, wonder and a uh, curiosity um and that that's often how i write i kind of access this weird part of my you know brain that imagines myself in those in those particular uh, landscapes and spaces and how i would be processing it and describing it right um because i often find in the first drafts i'm writing as an adult sometimes and it just comes across as really um uh i don't know the right word for it but it's really sort of a, a, a telegraphed um 
and I and I never want to do that. Like I always want to kind of trust children and trust their their you know their 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 uh, uh, capacity to, to kind of think uh, through really uh, difficult issues. Because I think, as you know, having children, even though they're not are not able to articulate uh, perhaps what they're going through or these kinds of big uh, abstract ideas, there is definitely something going on in there, which is, I think, a lot of the time beyond my understanding, at least. And I do see a, a, a glimpse of of that in my children all the time. So I really, I I, I really try to, uh, um, uh, when I write kids' books, I try to uh, to kind of write as a child, but not, but I'm not writing for children, if that makes sense. Sure, um, almost like yeah, trying to just write for your friend who is also a child, and in, in, in a sort of strange way, maybe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks very much for talking to me and to talking to us and answering some questions and uh, appreciate all those words. And I think people really uh, find something really useful in there uh, to, in terms of thinking about their own process and um, working, especially in some of those genres like poetry and uh, picture books and you know, fiction in that manner. And uh, thanks again. Uh, thanks so much for for making the time jordan oh of course i really appreciate the time it was good to chat and and, and to see you again yeah,